Good afternoon and happy Thursday. It's April 25th, and today is the day many lives change as the NFL Draft is today. A little mix-up from last episode, but the draft is tonight at 7 p.m. Central Time, not 6. But speaking of last episode, make sure to check that out as it's an interview with NFL prospect Damian Willis Jr. But for now, we have a lot to talk about from the first round of the NFL Draft, so let's get right into it. The NFL Draft is finally here. We've been waiting for so long. I mean, I don't care if your team made the playoffs, don't care if you won the Super Bowl, didn't make the playoffs, or if you were the worst team in the league. We've all been waiting for this. We love the drama that happens with the trades, who could be the next superstar, who could be the next bust. And let's be honest, we've been waiting to see if our t- one of our favorite teams is either going to make a run for a championship, and this is where it starts, or we're going to look around and we have to look at the rebuild. But first of all, let's start off with a rebuild team, and it's going to be the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray, I feel like, is going to be the first overall pick. And that's the most that's the most attractive number one pick in this draft. And it makes sense because, you know, it looks sexy for the Arizona Cardinals. But I don't think it's the right one, though. I think Josh Rosen should still be their guy. You can't judge a quarterback after one year. Hell, we judge a quarterback after one year. I don't think Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Troy Aikman, or any of these Hall of Fame quarterbacks would be in the league still. Or even be a Hall of Fame quarterback right now. But I'm not saying Josh Rosen is a Hall of Fame quarterback or anything, but you can't judge one bad rookie season on a quarterback. Now, I, I think one guy that people are going to look into and say is Deshaun Kaiser. He had a really bad year, and look at him now. He's a backup quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. I think that I think I believe that to an extent because he was first of all he's a second round pick, almost a third round pick. Not a first-round pick. I think Josh Rose, if you're a first-round pick, you should have plenty of more time. You should have plenty of more opportunities. You should at least have two or three more years before you decide for an organization to look at another quarterback. Let's be honest here. Tua Tagovailoa is a quarter, uh, could be a really nice pick next year. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields for the next two, three years. So, hey, I, I, and I think they're going to be better quarterbacks than Kyler Murray, in, in my opinion. But I think this is the most attractive pick here for the Cardinals, and I don't agree with it. I think they should look at their other issues on, on their team with the offensive line, their tight end, their defense, so on and so on. But no, they're going to go Kyler Murray for the number two pick for the San Francisco 49ers. This is where I think the Cardinals should go with. But the 49ers are going to get him with Quinn Williams from Alabama, defensive tackle. Now, a lot of people have Nick Bosa going to the 49ers. I don't see it happening simply because the 49ers have D Ford and they have Solomon Thomas. Now, Solomon Thomas was the number three pick in the 2017 draft. He really hasn't panned out yet. And to an extent, again, this is like the same thing with Josh Rosen. You don't want to give up on him too quick and especially with a number three overall pick in 2017 you don't want to give up on him real quick so Quentin Williams I feel like they, they can they can form a really really nasty defensive line I mean again D Ford Thomas and and Williams that could be very hard to stop and especially in a division with pretty decent quarterbacks Russell Wilson Jared Goff and if Kyler Murray is that pick for the Arizona Cardinals, those are three athletic guys that you have to stop. And if those three athletic defensive linemen are going to keep up with them. And here's the thing. I think Williams is going to be the next Aaron Donald. He is just that good. He is just that dominant. I think the 49ers are going to love it if the Cardinals do get Kyler Murray. Now, with the number three pick is the New York Jets. Now, I have a lot of Jets fans, and they might be listening to this, but they don't think that they're going to trade this pick. I do. There's been a lot of rumors out there. And here, before I made my mock draft, actually, I didn't know the Jets were actually thinking about trading their pick. And especially, I didn't know they were trading to, to this specific team, the Washington Redskins. 
Now, the we've seen the Washington Redskins trade up in the draft before. They traded for RG3 a couple years ago. That didn't really work out. And, hey, it was for a quarterback. I think the Redskins are going to go for, with a quarterback, Dwayne Haskins. Now, I think the Je for the Jets fans out there, don't think, oh, whoa, 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 this guy's an idiot because, hey, Nick Bosa is our guy. If he falls to number three, we are taking him. To an extent, here's the thing. There's a, this is a really good defensive class. There's a lot of good defensive talent in the mid-round of this draft. You're going to find someone really good. You're going to get some good. You're going to get more draft picks. You might even get a little, uh, at least a decent player from Washington for a quarterback like Dwayne Haskins, or for at least the number three overall pick. So here's the thing: if you're the Redskins, though, you have the trade off. There is no reason why you should be okay with Colt McCoy and Case Keenum as your competition for a starting quarterback. I hope it's not okay with you because it's for sure ain't hell, a for sure ain't good with me. So here's the thing: do I think Dwayne Haskins is going to start right away for the Redskins? I don't think so. I think they're going to give Case Keenum at least a shot because he is making so much money. But Dwayne Haskins is their quarterback for the future. I feel bad for him because the Redskins have been an awful team to play with, especially if you get drafted high by them. So, hey, I wish the best of luck to Dwayne Haskins. I hope he can overcomes it. But, yeah, I feel like the first trade of the year, the first trade in this draft, I should say, is going to be between Washington and the New York Jets. So for the fourth pick, I feel like the Oakland Raiders can't pass him up. I know they really like Josh Allen, and they really like Ed Oliver, but you cannot pass up on Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa from Ohio State, He's he, the, only, the only question with him is his durability. He got hurt at Ohio State, and hey, let's be honest here, it, it wasn't that big of an issue. It wasn't that big of an injury. It was for Nick Bosa just at least prepare for the NFL draft, which I understand. You, want, you don't want to mess up your chance of getting, a, first of all, a high overall pick. Because here's the thing, I, I, like, I, I agree with the players. Go get your money. If you hold out, hold out. Especially in the NFL. Because one hit, your your career could be over with. So I agree with Nick Bose. I like what he did. And yeah, one injury as well, your your career is over. I think John Gruden's going to love this pick. And I think it's going to be a really good pick for the NFL. Let's be honest. Joey Bosa in L.A. for the Chargers. Really good defensive player. You get Nick Bosa in the same division as his brother, Oh, that's going to look good on prime time. That's going to look good in the division. And if the Oakland Raiders ever become good, man, two good teams facing each other and this little family rivalry going on with each other. Oh, by the way, they're in the same state for now anyway. Oh, this is going to look really good for the NFL. I hope the Raiders can find a way to get Nick Bosa. But for the number five pick, I'm going to have to go with a little different. Now, Josh Allen is a top five pick. But I don't think he's going to go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here. I think the Buccaneers got to go after a linebacker in Devin White. They lost Kwan Alexander to the 49ers, so they need a new, at least really good athletic linebacker. Devin White fits that potential right there. I think he's he's going to be a, a star in this league. He's very smart. His athleticism, again, is off the charts. He's a ridiculous athlete. Now, you need a captain of the defense. I think they got to go Devin White out of LSU. For the New York Giants, though, now, there, there's been rumors saying, okay, wait, they might actually pick a quarterback with the number six pick. I don't, I still don't see it happening, especially if a guy like Josh Allen's still on the board. You can't give up Josh Allen that easily. I will admit, I will be shocked if Josh Allen does not get inside the top five. If he falls outside, I will be absolutely stunned. But if you're the New York Giants, hey, you're not complaining. You've been a joke so far in this offseason, so might as well get this guy, Josh Allen, to help your defense. Now, a lot of people say, well, they do need a quarterback, and I agree, they do. I don't think Eli Manning could do it anymore. But with the number six pick in this defensive class, it is just too good to pass up on Josh Allen. you got to make the other five teams in front of you pay for that. 
For the number seven pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars, I have them taking an offensive tackle and Jawan Taylor from Florida, and it makes sense. I feel like, and actually, earlier today, there's been reports saying he might fall because there's been a little health concerns finally discovered about him, but I still think, the, at least if it's not Taylor, they have to find a, an offensive tackle. That could be Jonah Williams, but the Jaguars need to protect Nick Foles. Who's their backup quarterback? It's not Blake Bortles anymore. Bortles is in L.A. with the Rams. You paid top dollar for Nick Foles. You got to protect him. Nick Foles is your guy. You have a really good defense. There is no need to help that defense. The weapons, okay. There's good receivers in this draft, and then you can find in the second, third, and fourth round. And you have Leonard Fournette, too. I don't think right now it's an ideal pick for the for the Jaguars. In this situation, to go after some weapons, you got to find a way to protect Nick Foles so he can find a way to get the ball to those weapons. Now, the number eight pick. The Detroit Lions say they want to move back. The Atlanta Falcons say they want to move up. Perfect situation. The Atlanta Falcons will get the eighth overall pick from the Detroit Lions. And who are they going to pick? Man, the probably, the probably the third best, second best player in this draft, and Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver is a freak of nature. I love him. He is going to be an absolute star in this league. The Atlanta Falcons are going to love this pick. I feel like they will give up a lot for him, though. But the Atlanta Falcons are going to love Ed Oliver. He's a freak athlete with unbelievable potential. They didn't get defensive uh, line help last year, so I feel like this is the year they they can't pass up on Ed Oliver. They have to move up. Now, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills is interesting because they need they need help on offense. They need weapons, and they need protection. Which route are they going to go? I've seen many people say TJ Hawkinson from Iowa to the tight end, but I feel like they're going to go on offensive lineman and Jonah Williams from Alabama. The reason being because we saw Josh Allen get banged up a little bit last year. Josh Allen, I feel like he's going to be a really good quarterback in this league. He's just got to find a way to stay in the pocket a little bit more. Because here's the thing, he can't always be running for 120 yards a game. Because if he does, that means he's getting hit a lot. Jonah Williams is a guy that has a good pass protector. And again, you got to keep Allen's safety in check. It's nice to have weapons. You did that in free agency this year. TJ Hawkinson is a really good tight end. But hey, Josh Allen is your quarterback for the future. This is your franchise quarterback. You got to find a way to protect him. At the number 10 pick, I have the Broncos taking Devin Bush, a linebacker from Michigan. And a lot of people have Drew Locke uh, slated for this pick for the Broncos. I don't see it happening. I will take John Elway's word, especially if it's John Elway and a tall white quarterback. Yeah, I'm going to say he's going to stick around with Joe Flacco for a long time. I don't think Drew Locke is their guy uh, in this draft. I feel like they could, in a few years, go after another quarterback, with the ob- obviously, because Joe Flacco getting up there in age. But here's the thing. Vic Fangio, defensive guy, great job in Chicago. He's got to go defensive. He lost Brandon Marshall. He lost Todd Davis and a few other players. You have to go a defensive player here. I think an athletic, a good athletic linebacker in Devin Bush can do really, really well here for the Broncos. Now with the 11th pick for the Cincinnati Bengals, I had one Bengals fan come up to me. He's like, you're crazy. I don't think the Bengals are going to go after this guy. I have them going after Drew Locke. The reason being, because I don't think Andy Dalton is their quarterback anymore. He is done. We saw uh, Marvin Lewis leave. He got fired. Well, Andy Dalton, after the season, he is done. He will not be the quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals anymore. I know they need offensive help, in, meaning for the offensive line. They need defensive help as well because of uh, a lot of guys leaving the free agency. But here's the thing. I think Zach Taylor, new head coach, needs a new starting quarterback. It might be hard for them to get him next year because who knows what can happen with Tua and what kind of season the Bengals could have. But I feel like the Bengals need to get, invest in a young, talented, and tough quarterback. I think Drew Locke has a lot of 
he has a lot of pros. I think the only con that I can see is a little bit of the accuracy issues, which you can obviously clear up in, in the NFL and learning from um, from uh, watching Andy Dalton. I, I, I don't want to say learning from Andy Dalton, but taking a year back and just understanding the game. But another thing is he does take a lot of hits. He is he's a tough guy, but everyone knows in the NFL, you're a quarterback, you have to lay off those hits. So for the number 12 pick, the Green Bay Packers. Man, this is going to be a weird draft if you're a Packers fan. Let me tell you this. We have not seen a first-round uh, player in the draft that's a, that is a running back, wide receiver, or tight end get drafted by the Packers. That means ever, ever since Aaron Rodgers beca- became the starter in Green Bay, the Packers have never drafted an offensive weapon in the first round for him. This year is going to be a little different. They addressed a lot of uh, defensive needs in free agency. They got a safety in Adrian Amos. They got a lot of edge rushers. So I feel like they got to go a tight end here. Jimmy Graham didn't have the season that everyone was expecting him to have in Green Bay. TJ Hawkinson is going to be a really, really good tight end. He's an all-around type of guy. He's a great blocker, good pass catcher. He's a good. He was a good teammate as well in Iowa. I feel like they got to give they got to give Aaron Rodgers some weapon. And with new head coach Matt Lafleur and Aaron Rodgers not getting any younger, this is the time that hey, Aaron Rodgers needs some help. Let's go. Let's go get it, and so we can make a run for the NFC North and possibly another Super Bowl. Now, for the Miami Dolphins, this is probably they're they're going to be. I had them as one of the worst teams last year. They kind of surprised me a little bit. I mean, they're a decent team. They're going to be one of the worst teams next year for sure, without a doubt about it. Unless Ryan Fitzmagic happens again, but I doubt that's going to happen. That team is really bad, offensive side of the ball, defensive side of the ball, special team side of the ball, just really, really bad. I feel like they got to go an offensive lineman here though. Next year, I have them taking a quarterback. <clears throat> to attack Viola with the number one pick, but the Dolphins got to give protection for him first. I think Cody Ford from Oklahoma is the type of guy that you want. He has great lower body strength, and he has great athleticism. I think another benefit for Ford is he can play the guard position and the tackle position. I feel like if the Dolphins bulk up their offensive line just a little bit, it can help to it because Tua is a playmaker. I feel like he would be great with the receivers there, with Kenyon Drake, and etc. You just have to find a way to protect him. For the 14th pick, it was originally with the Atlanta Falcons, but they traded up. I have the Detroit Lions coming in here in this pick, and the Lions have made a really quiet, I want to say, I want to say quiet because... They started off really loud. They got Trey Flowers from the Patriots. But ever since that, you know, I mean, Le'Veon Bell, what the Packers did, and uh, Antonio Brown, they kind of fell back a little bit. No one really cares about the Lions. They had a really good offseason getting Trey Flowers. And they haven't, they've lost a few guys on defense, but a guy that they can replace with that is Brian Burns from Florida State. Matt Patricia is going to love him. Him and Trey Flowers together, and the Lions need to find a way to get their defense up. Because here's the thing, the NFC North defenses are looking really good. We all know about the Bears. The Packers, on paper, look like they're going to be really, really good this year. The Vikings are a solid defense as well. The Lions last year were at least decent. There were no big-name guys. They finally got one in Trey Flowers. A rookie like Brian Burns, who I think could be a really good athlete and a really good player, could make some noise in the NFC North. Now for the Jets. The Jets, again, moved back here in, in the draft with the Washington Redskins. This is, so this was originally the number 15 pick to the Redskins. I have the Jets going after Christian Wilkins. I'm a Clemson guy. I love Clemson. The Clemson defensive line was absolutely amazing last year. And the Jets defense is going to look really scary. And it seems like they're waiting for Tom Brady to retire so the Jets can be the team to run the AFC East. So I like what they're doing there. They have their offense is looking good. I think they need a little help on offense, I should say, a receiver, uh, a two, and maybe a tight end. But they're looking really good. 
But for the defense, bulk up your defense. I think Christian Wilkins is a good defensive tackle here. He's very athletic. He can play the uh, the edge or be in the interior. Now, he isn't Quinn Williams or Ed Oliver. Let's be honest here. But he still could be a very, very good player on the defensive side of the ball. Now, for the Panthers, I'm, I'm I, this is a toss-up for me here because the Panthers are going to be very interesting. They can go for offensive line. For God's sake, you got to protect Cam Newton because I don't want to see him getting hurt again, and I don't want to see him get another uh, more shoulder surgery. Montez Sweat, I feel like, is going to be their guy, a guy that fell due to a heart condition at the NFL Combine. He fell a little bit. He's still a premier pass rusher. I feel like he's just too good to pass up. The Panthers were really bad defensively pressuring the quarterback. They were 27th in sacks, and with Julius Peppers retiring, I think Montez Sweat is a guy that can easily replace Julius Peppers, old Julius Peppers, I should say, and help the Luke Keekley on the defense and hopefully get a lot more sacks. Now, the 17th pick, the New York Giants. This is where they take their quarterback. Kyler Murray, Dwayne Haskins, and Drew Locke are off the board. There's not many quarterbacks left in this draft. The only two that I like are Daniel Jones and Will Greer. The Giants really like Daniel Jones, and they can easily get him with the 17th pick. I feel like it's just way too high for Jones, though, but they need a quarterback. They need someone to f- replace Eli Manning either maybe halfway between this year or at least next year. So I think uh, Daniel Jones, he has an Eli Manning-type play style, too. He has good footwork. He's a, li- he's a lot more athletic than Eli. The only con to him is he holds on to the ball for too long. That's the only thing I don't like, but, hey, Giants finally get their quarterback. Relax there in New York. You still got a lot of stuff that you got to work out with, but Daniel Jones is at least a start for the offensive side of the ball. Now, the number 18th pick is going to be interesting because the Vikings' offensive line was really bad last year. Kirk Cousins, I feel bad for him. Kirk Cousins' sake, you need to go offense on the offensive side of the ball and get some offensive line help. Andre Dillard from Washington State it seems to be their guy. Good offensive tackle. Good way to protect him. He's a good run blocker as well for Dalvin Cook. I feel like the Vikings, no-brainer, go offensive line. Now, for the Tennessee Titans, same thing. No-brainer, you got to go offensive line. Chris Lindstrom from Boston College, a guard, this is the guy you want. This is the guy that you want protecting Marcus Mariota and a good running team like with Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis. This is the guy that you want to run behind. Christian Lindstrom is going to be a good player for the Tennessee Titans. And then here we go, another trade. This time, it's going to be with the Green Bay Packers. We saw Green Bay Packers move a lot last year, but moving backwards. That's how they got the Saints' 30th pick. I feel like they're going to trade that pick to the Pittsburgh Steelers simply because I know the Steelers want to go after corners. There's not many good, I don't want to say good corners, but there's not many corners that are projected to go in the mid-first round. They're projected more towards the back of the first round drafts, our first round, uh, in the first round, and then early in the second round. So I feel like the Packers are going to move up. Marquise Brown is who they're going to pick from Oklahoma. I love this guy. He is very, very fast, very athletic, good hands. And I love this trade by the Packers if they do it because simply because they're picking ahead of the Seattle Seahawks and the Baltimore Ravens, two teams that really need receivers. Marquise Brown, I feel like, could be one of the best receivers in this draft. The only thing that concerns me, though, is he's 160 pounds. Very tiny guy. But here's the thing. The Packers' offense thrives when they have a uh, speedster on their on their team. Randall Cobb was that for a little bit until injuries started to happen and he's getting a little up there in age, but the Packers get two highly targeted 
two highly thought out targets in the NFL draft and TJ Hawkinson and Marquise Brown. There should be no reason why Aaron Rodgers, according to these uh, people, had has an off year. I feel like Aaron Rodgers still had a really good year, but there's no reason why Aaron Rodgers shouldn't have MVP type numbers with Devontae Adams, Marquise Brown, TJ Hawkinson, Jimmy Graham, Aaron Jones, so- Geronimo Adams, so on and so on. The Packers could be a, a team to watch out. I know they had a bad year last year. This is a team that they could, if they have, if they play their draft cards right, they could be a very dangerous team next year. Now, with a 21 pick for the Seattle Seahawks, they just saw uh, one of the best receivers go in this draft. Unfortunately, they're not going to go a receiver here. They're not going to jump board for the receiver train yet. They're going to go defensive line. They just traded Frank Clark to the Kansas City Chiefs. They got to go defensive line. Clint Farrell from Clemson is a really good edge rusher. This is where they're going to go with. They got to reload their edge rushers. They just they, they just traded Frank Clark away. They didn't want to pay him. Clint Farrell is going to be really good. Their defense is going to be at least somewhat decent. This is the guy that you want. For the Baltimore Ravens, Jesus Christ, someone give Lamar Jackson help. This receiving core is absolutely, unbelievably terrible. Yeah, Willie Sneed, Seth Roberts, Chris Moore, and Jordan Lasley. Who are those last two guys that I just mentioned? I've heard of Seth Roberts because he played with the he played with the Raiders. Willie Sneed because he played with the Saints. But those other two never heard him. Jackson, I know he's had a, a, a trouble with the accuracy issues. But hey, Ravens, this is where you gotta pick a receiver. DK Metcalf, I feel like is their guy. Very fast, freak of an athlete. This is where they gotta go with Metcalf. Metcalf, he had a very good combine. He was actually projected to be at like a top 15 pick. Fell a little bit because people realized, oh wait, there's more talented people out there besides a freak combine great athlete. So I feel like Metcalf is gonna fall here. I think Lamar is gonna like him. He's really gonna like him. This is, I don't wanna say he's the next Julio Jones because I don't think Julio Jones at the combine in college was absolutely amazing. I don't want to say he's there, but he has the built. He's built like Julio Jones. It's just, can he put it on the field? And can Lamar Jackson actually throw him the ball accurately for him to make a play? Now, the Houston Texans, for the sake of Deshaun Watson, give him protection. He was one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the league last year. I feel like they're going to go Dalton Reisner from Kansas State, an offensive tackle. They got to get him. There is no way, no way you go anywhere else. I've seen some people take a cornerback for the Texans. There is no way. Unless you want Deshaun Watson not to be your franchise quarterback anymore. That's fine. Don't go it off as a tackle. Deshaun Watson needs some help, and you need to protect him. I wouldn't be shocked if the, Tex- if the Houston Texans move up to secure a better offensive lineman here. Now, for the Oakland Raiders, they got this pick from Chicago in the Khalil Mack trade. Looks like it's working really, really well for the Oakland Raiders here. But the Oakland Raiders, I'm going to have to give them to Greedy Williams. Greedy Williams is probably one of the best corners in this draft. In a division where you have Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Tyreek Hill, and Emmanuel Sanders, you really need a you really need a cornerback. Raiders defense is struggling a little bit. They struggled last year in the, the, the past game on the defensive side of the ball. Greedy Williams is a really, really great coverage corner. The only down part about Williams' game is he's afraid to tackle. Now, the NFL is a lot different. If you, if, uh, How the NFL rules are and everything like that, I feel like he could be at least a decent tackler, but he's got to learn how to tackle. Unless, if he does, he could be a really, really great, great cornerback in this draft, and the Raiders could get a little late-round uh, late steal here. For the Philadelphia Eagles at 25th, I originally had them getting Josh Jacobs. But they just they stole Jordan Howard away from the Chicago Bears. So here's the thing: you got your running back. You got to find a way to. Get, you need a guy to block for him. Garrett Bradbury from North Carolina State is a guy that I feel can be really, really beneficial. He's a good pass protector, good run blocker. He's got great athleticism. He can play center and guard. This is the guy that you want here. I like the Eagles here. They're looking really good. 
The only question for them is, is can Carson Wentz perform with now without Nick Foles back behind him, making sure, kind of covering his butt a little bit. Now, for the Indianapolis Colts, I feel like I was really disappointed in Indianapolis this year because they didn't go after really anyone in free agency. They only went after Devin Funches, and that's pretty much Oh, and Justin Houston. Other than that, they still have, like, what, over $100 million, and they just spend it on nothing. But here's the thing. They're still going to get defensive help. I don't think they're going to go after much offense for Andrew Luck. Dexter Lawrence is a guy that they want to get. Their defensive line is really good, but why not make it better? Dexter Lawrence is a really dominant force. He has plenty of value. I feel like he's going to be a great pick for the Indianapolis Colts. Now, for the Oakland Raiders. Now they're going to go a little more towards the offense side of the ball. Marshawn Lynch just retired, so I can see this pick. I feel like the Oakland Raiders can go Josh Jacobs now since Marshawn Lynch is done, or they can go Noah Font, which I originally have from Iowa. Now the passing game is looking really good. You have Antonio Brown, Tyrell Williams, Jared. The Raiders just lost Jared Cook. That's the reason why I have him getting Noah Font. Jared Cook was really, really well, did really well for the Raiders. Now with the New Orleans Saints. Font reminds me of Jared Cook and perhaps a little better. He's really fast, he's got really good hands, and he's also a good pass protector. Now, here's the thing. The reason why I have him getting Noah Font again is because the starting tight end now for the Oakland Raiders is Lee Smith. Lee Smith has never made more than 12 catches in a year. That's not the type of guy you want starting a tight end. I think Noah Font is going to be playing for the Raiders. For the Chargers, I have him at number 28 going after Jeffrey Simmons from Mississippi State. Uh, defensive tackle last year in uh, against the New England Patriots in the playoffs in the divisional round, the the Patriots just ran all over the Chargers. So you can the Chargers, I think, are their ta- talent roster from top to bottom. It's hard to find any holes here, but the New England Patriots did find holes. Run the ball against the Chargers. Their interior off, uh, defense was really not good in that game. So hey, they get an interior uh, lineman in Jeffrey Simmons. The only downfall is he's had a checkered pass. And he tore his ACL. He's going to be back midway through the season. But I think you know, the Chargers being so deep that they can afford to wait on Jeffrey Simmons. Because Jeffrey Simmons is very talented. He was regarded. He was once a projected top five player in this draft. He falling on 28 is going to be a good steal for the Chargers. And if he can at least clean up his agony, he's beneficial after his 20 ACL. The Chargers can get a late round steal. And again, a team that has not many holes here. It's going to be very hard to stop here. They have a great roster from top to bottom. There's no reason why they shouldn't make the playoffs, obviously, next year. And there should be no reason why they should be contending for a uh, a Super Bowl. Now, the Seattle Seahawks, you would think, okay, they went defensive end with their pick. They got this uh, the 29th pick from the Kansas City Royals and the Frank Clark trade. You would think, okay, they got their defensive end earlier. Now it's time to get a receiver. No, I feel like they're still going to go offense. I feel like they they paid Russell Wilson, say, hey, you've played well without many targets. I mean, you have Doug Baldwin and a few others, and we feel like you could do well with those guys still and not much help. So we're going to go on the defensive side of the ball. We're going to get Jonathan Abram from Mississippi State, a safety. And I feel like with Earl Thomas leaving, they got to get at least some help for their defense. The Legion of Boom is done. I feel like Jonathan can be a really good pick to at least start something new here, a new age for the Seattle Seahawks and their defense. Now for the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is where they got their trade from the Green Bay Packers, who originally got it from the New Orleans Saints. I feel like they're going to go a cornerback here, and this is where a lot of people originally thought they were going to pick, is Brian Murphy from uh, Washington, a cornerback. Now, I don't think Murphy is going to go that high unless it's to this uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. So that's why I think the Steelers are going to trade back a little bit. There's not many teams in need of a quarterback, so, there's tr- so the Steelers are getting more picks and you know, a chance to get their, their, their cornerback that they want makes sense. 
I think like they passed on Greedy Williams. Okay, it kind of sucks, but Murphy is still a good coverage corner. He had a great combine. He's not as athletic as Williams, but this is a team that needs help, especially after their 2016 first-round pick, Artie Burns, hasn't really performed here for the for the Steelers. Now, the L.A. Rams, this is a... Now, there's been talks they might move back a little bit, which is hard to imagine because you got the 31st pick. Why would you want to move back? You want to move up. But no, they, they are going to move back, but I feel like they're not. They're going to get uh, J- uh, Jerry Tillery from Notre Dame, a defensive tackle. They lost to Nomick and Sue. They need to give Aaron Donald help. Now, you're probably, oh, Aaron Donald needs help. What? He's one of the best. He's one of the best in the league. He was the defensive player of the year. Yeah, you need help so you don't get double team and triple team every freaking play. But yeah, they have to go after uh, defensive uh, defensive line here. They do have Dante Fowler, so I think that could be good. But Jerry Tillery is gonna be a nice player that you want. He's he's gonna he's a big guy. He's very consistent. It's gonna be he's very hard to move. It's gonna be very hard to move Aaron Donald and Tillery at the same time. So good luck to everybody going after the L.A. Rams. Now for the last pick, the New England Patriots. Now, Gronk retired. A lot of people have him going after Irv Smith Jr. from Alabama at tight end. I have him going a different approach because they don't have any receivers on this team. The only receivers that they have is Julio Edelman, Bruce Ellington, Maurice Harris, and Damon Patterson, and Matthew Slater. Matthew Slater is a special teams type player. That's all he does. He is specifically for special teams. The only good receiver you can name on that team is Julian Edelman. Their tight end now is Austin Safarian Jenkins. Now, I don't, is he the next Gronk? Obviously not. But there's not many tight ends in this draft that you think, okay, could be the next Gronk. Irv Smith, Smith Jr., I don't think he has anywhere close to potential as Gronk. He has good speed, good speed, but not as big, not as athletic. I think they're going to go with an athletic wide receiver, especially with a really bad receiving uh, depth chart here. They're going to go with Hakeem Butler from Iowa State. He has a 6'5 frame. He has great jump ball ability. As many people hate to admit, Tom Brady doesn't have weapons. I think everyone has to agree here that, yeah, Tom Brady doesn't have weapons. And I feel like you got to go after a big guy that can kind of substitute Gronk a little bit because you're going to lose that Gronk height a little bit. Hakeem Butler's going to supply that for you. And I feel like the Patriots at least somewhat helping Brady here a little bit. So that's the first round mock draft here. Again, the first round is tonight at 7 p.m. Central Time. It's on ESPN and ABC. Should be a fun draft class. I can't wait for it. I'm going to be watching it in my dorm. But for now, we'll have some more Fresh Take podcasts coming your way soon, so make sure you're on the lookout for that. I think we talked enough football for the first two episodes, so we might change it up, but you got to tune in for that. For myself, Greg Williams, have a great rest of your week, and see you guys next time.